My name is James Major Burns, and this is The Third Degree, with me, your host, James Major Burns. And this is a safe space for myself and others to speak on things going on in our lives, in our worlds. This is a chance to share what's behind the mind of the creative. Because what you see ain't always the truth. And what you think ain't always the truth. Here you get to share, laugh, live, love, and sometimes debate. So ladies and gentlemen, I will not keep you waiting. Matter of fact, let me go back and correct myself. Ladies, gentlemen, and gender queers, everyone in between and out of the outside, all of the above and all of the below. I have a very, very special guest with me today. One of our bright shining stars right here in Youngstown, Ohio, Miss, Ms. Aisha Leela Gordon. Hi, everybody. Greeting. And the crowd goes wild. They're breaking down the doors. They're breaking down the doors. We have to get you out of here. We have to get you out of here. Greetings. Hi, love. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing better. You know, I'm doing all right. Hey, I feel that. I'm doing, you see how that came? <laughs> I feel that. I said, okay. let me be real. Yeah. <laughs> let me do it real. Today, I'm doing good today. I am doing well today. I've been doing better lately. That's the truth. How have you been? I'm doing better as well. I'm doing better. That, I'm going to start being honest. People start asking me how I'm doing. You got to be careful because sometimes people tell you how they're doing. It happened to me one time. It was, I'm going to tell this story because this is so funny. It happened like, <laughs> this was like seven years ago or so, right? Mm-hmm. Getting my car fixed. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to this lady in there because her husband working on, it's like a small mom and pa shop and they were ma and pa. <laughs> and she was like talking to me and I was like, yeah, how have you been? And she was like, well, you know, I got cancer. And then she just started going into all like these horrible stories. And I was just like, Oh my goodness! I was just trying to like, make I was just trying talk. to make small talk, and she's telling me like all of these things and just like all of this business, and I was just like, I didn't even know what to believe. She told me, she also told me that, and it's one of those things like, so in two thousand and one, one of the planes from that, I believe now, don't quote me on this, but I believe that. One of the planes that I believe crashed in PA flew over Youngstown. I believe so, yeah. I don't know if that, if it was that one for sure, but one of the planes flew over Youngstown. This lady is like, yeah, it was as, it was as low as the telephone pole. It was just so low. You could see the wheels. And I was just like, it wasn't I'm like, that was, she said, as the telephone pole. She was like, I'm low. thinking it's going to hit the trees and whatnot. I was like, it wasn't that low. That's a little stretch. But you know what? You said you saw it. I don't even know if you saw it for real. You just want to be one of those people who said, I was here. I, mean, I was. I can believe that she saw it, but I know for a fact you wasn't that damn how do, we, how do you know it was that one, though? But you want to know what, though? Every time since then when planes fly over Youngstown and they're like low, it always has made me nervous. I always would stop and like look up like, how low are you for real? Is this it? Like, they dropping bombs? <laughs> right. I always thought something was going to happen after that. It just freaked just me out. Just being in the house and all of a sudden you hear that shh. How old were you in 2001? What year were you born? <laughs> 1998. 
<laughs> so just so just boring. Girl, I was in the fifth grade. I walked into class. I, first of all, I walked into school late. <laughs> Let me tell you how long I've been running late, girl. <laughs> I've been running late for over half my life, okay? I've been running late since elementary school because my mom gave me a house key. She used to work at our school in the office, right? Mm, okay. So I would be at home watching Power Rangers from 8 to 8.30 and then 8.30 to about 8.55. I would try to wait till like 8.55 and then I would be like, all right, I literally live, like my school was right here. I mm. live right here. Yeah. Like I literally on the, like, you know, around when people say the around the corner, I literally live around, around the, corner. the corner. Like you would cross one street and then turn left. That was where I live. I could run the whole way and I'd be like, okay, I'm there. But I felt like, okay, I'm in the building. It's 9 o'clock. I'm here. But I need to be in the classroom. <laughs> exactly. I need to be there for roll call. In my seat. <laughs> and I would go to the office and be like, I'm here because they would send attendants downstairs. So I would try to catch the student and be like, hey, mark my name. So right. I already knew the game. I knew the game young. Okay? Right, right, right I, learned, I learned the game young. Hey, clock me in. Clock me in. Clock right. me in. Hey, yo, clock me in. I'm here. Yeah, text. Send a text. Hey, yo, I'm, hey clock me out. Right. <laughs> right I learned the game young. But... After a while, they caught on to it. They was like, no. Yeah, no, no, no. no you I'm going to need you to be in I would go to uh, I would go to the classroom, and they would be like, go back downstairs and get a tardy slip. I would be like, oh, dang it. <laughs> and they would be like, how is Alan getting perfect attendance every semester or every whatever those things are called, grading period? Yeah. But you're not. And I'm like. Because I'm at home being lazy. Watching the Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers time force until 8.55 every morning. Just like the school. Just like the school, but I, I tell them, like looking back at it, I, back at it, I'm like, I was never a bad student. I was just expressive and creative, and I had to be in this boring form of education. <laughs> and they kept telling me that I was acting out. No, I'm showing. Up. Yeah, I am showing out. It's a show. Right it's on. a show. I'm putting on a show. As soon as I, I saw that I had them in the palm of my hand, I'm like, oh, they laughed. Oh, they, they like to laugh. Oh, I got some laughs. I got some. I got some jokes. I got some jokes. It's the James Major Burns show, right? You know, they just didn't Fifth want me to have period <laughs> geometry, right? <laughs> no, girl, this was elementary school. I learned it was third, fourth grade. Oh, fifth grade, I knew it. I already knew. I knew the game. I knew the game by fifth grade. I I remember one time, so I like pulled my pants down in class. Right? <laughs> I don't know why I did this. I was in the fifth grade. I pulled my pants down like, ah, you know, like, look what I did or one of those things. Like, I'm not, like, I, was, I wasn't working with anything in the fifth grade. Like, I was just being funny. Right. But this boy was behind me and, like, he, like, I don't know if he, like, grabbed them too, but I got caught or somebody told on me, like, a girl told on me. I don't want to call them out their name. Ooh, those <laughs> girls, I'm like, because they used to act like they would be friends and they going to go tell. I'm like, how y'all going to tell? But they should have told on my little nasty ass pulling my <laughs> pants down in school. So I blamed it on this boy named David, and we're Facebook friends now today. Hey, Day Day. <laughs> but uh, I sure enough blamed it on him. I got him all into it, and I was committed <laughs> to that. Yes, I said, David hey. pants me. He pants yes. me, David. Yes. Please. David, last name here. I'm weak. I sure did blame him. Have you ever done something like that in school? Like blame something on somebody else knowing damn well you did it? Oh, sure did. Sure did. Because I was always the... I was always a good student. I didn't really get in trouble for anything. So anytime my name was brought up, I had to make it look like it was justified for some reason. (laughs) 
I was good for telling the teacher, like, well, if you're giving me a writing assignment, then she needs a writing assignment because you didn't catch me talking to myself. You caught us talking to each other. Teachers would love to be like, well, I caught you. No, you caught us. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but this is what I'm I will be. It is so funny thinking back to it now. Right. My goodness, Aisha. <laughs> I, I was, you wasn't about to tell me nothing that did not make sense. Or I would be like, okay, yeah, no. Like exactly, that don't make sense. Two times I, I couldn't go to Camp Fitch because of some stupid psych, but like because of some stupid stuff in school. And I had this art teacher. I ain't gonna say her name because I don't want to get no cease and desist. But <laughs> this art teacher used to do that to me all the time. And I really was like, after I left that school, when I came back one time, I spoke to her. She didn't speak to me. I'm like, oh yeah, she really ain't care for me. She ain't care for me for real. But. I don't know why, but whatever, you know, it's whatever. And it's probably nothing serious still to this day. But she got on my last nerve. Always. I loved art. I love all of the, the extracurricular, like, um, different classes. Exactly. And all the time, I, I, I'm telling you to this day, y'all, I'm telling the truth. She used to cause me problems. I'm like, every time, I just want to draw. And they like, we can't talk. Why can't we talk at all? Why can't we talk at all? We got to just be quiet and draw. I get it. But come on. All some of those rules, I was just like, even with my parents sometimes, I'm like, you know, sometimes I wasn't wrong. I know they'd be like, you need to, oh, I know, I know, I know sometimes, even as like a kid, a child, sometimes we're not wrong. Right. And sometimes I, we make a little bit too much sense. Oh, they be damn, wouldn't they? They be damn. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's just we make a little bit too much right. sense. Sound too much like right. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> That's when they just shut it down. Like, okay, well, go to your room. Exactly. Like, like wait, what? He's like, just go, go to your room. Go to your room. My dad used to be like, out of nowhere, he would be like, so you think I'm one of your friends? I'd be like, no. where did this just take a turn? No. I, thought, I thought we were joking. And now you daddy. That's how the teachers used to be. I'm like, oh, now, okay, cool. I used to, but I know, like, I probably was a handful, and I couldn't imagine having a room full of 10-year-olds. I could not imagine being in charge. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, people like to be teachers. Like, they were asking, somebody asked me, would you like to work with, like, um, like, what grade would you do? I'm like, it's going to have to be middle school and up for me. But I don't even know because some kids need their hands put on them. And I ain't talking about just whoop, whooped or nothing like that. But I don't know. I think I need to be a little bit more disciplined. Your kid come see me. It's 365 days in, in a year. I'm with your kid probably almost 200 of those days. For I a work shift? I ain't saying I need to put the pause on your kid, but he I'm need to feel need a to breeze or to, something. Exactly. He don't need to feel a breeze. I'm going to need to be able to yoke that little he, right. some, I, some, I, some. I need to hop, skip, and jump. The kid, some, the, I need some type of permission to discipline this kid more than just calling the parent a parent who may not do anything at all. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh, see, yeah, no, I learned a long time ago. I'm not the one to be a teacher of people younger than me. I'm, I'm just not that person. And that's okay. I'm just not that person. That, that's, that is okay. I, one time I worked at the Salvation Army, and this little kid, we had, like, rollerblade day. He threw a skate at my brother, and it, and it hit his skate, and it made him fall. Ooh. Oh, Aisha, I, I grabbed him by his arm so fast, I had to remember. He's like, I'm going to tell my dad. I was like... Tell him. Because at this point, I don't care. I probably was like 15 or so. I was just so mad. I went to school with his sister, though, but I felt like I could explain to her and she would understand. Mm -hmm. I was like, he and her throwing skates. I just, re I reacted. I grabbed him. I was just like, oh, 
Exactly. This ain't my kid. Exactly. <laughs> this ain't my kid. Ain't exactly. This to is me. not my child. I, I gotta let him go. Let him go. Exactly. I had to like this is not like, my child. I had to smack my hand. I'm like, let him go. Let him go, y'all. You know when girls be pulling each other hair, they let go. That was me. I was like, let go. Okay, let him go. I also told this girl she was 10 years old one time. I mean, she was 10 years old at the time. I ended up working with her when I worked at VXI. She ain't remember me, though, but it's okay. <laughs> she said something. She was getting on my, like, she was not listening this one day. And you know me, Asia. I'm just quick with it. And she said something to me, and I was like, something about your, I said something like your mama or something. And it just came right oh, back out. And she was like, I'm telling. I was just like, <laughs> oh. Just like a kid, like I was. It I'm was. finna go tell. So uh, this is the last funny story, and then we can get into our little conversation. I do this all the time at the beginning of podcasts. Like we we usually having a conversation before the show starts, exactly. and then we just kind of like get you ready. You get in there, and I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna just go with the flow for now because sometimes I have an agenda, <laughs> not the gay agenda, but just a agenda. I'm so weak. I'm so weak. And okay. sometimes something else comes up and I'm like, oh, I'll throw that out the window. I we could talk about this. This is hot. This is where it's at. This was on our hearts. Let's talk about that. Right. But on. one time, so I was in high school and our my science teacher, I thought we were cool. She used to be like, tell me who's talking and I'm gonna write them up. And I would tell her who will be talking, and she would write them up. One day, I was talking, she wrote me up. Little did I know, right? I thought I was her. Exactly. You thought person. you was the little you thought you was a little left-hand man. I thought it was her little guy, you know? Yeah, but no, you wasn't exempt from the rule. So I get home, right? And I'm in the den with my father. And the phone rings, and I see it says Youngstown Early College. And y'all, like, I couldn't lie to my dad. Like, I just was too afraid. Exactly. I couldn't physically do it. Like, I was stupid. I would be one of those dudes, like, with uh, the juice in your hand. They'd be like, James, you got juice? I would be like, uh. Um, I could not lie. Like, I would try. By the third time me trying to say something, I would just be like, it was me. Like, I would try to be like, uh, no, I didn't do that. He'd be like, Jay, I'm like, no, no. Like, All right, damn it. I, I give up. I, I don't, I, I ain't got it. So the phone, I saw my school number popped up, and I was just like, he was like, who is that? I said, it's for me. And I picked, I, uh, picked the phone up, and I pressed the button. And I was just like, hello? Like, I was so stupid, right? Like, I know I look so stupid, because by, by, I couldn't even get to the end of the hall and turn. My dad was like, bring the phone here. I was like, how did he know? Like, he was like, who is it? I was just like, here. I got written up. I'm like, this bitch. She wrote, I did not like her. <laughs> For the rest of the school. For the rest of the school career. Like, that was 10th grade. I ain't fuck with her. Oh, Let me Lord. not even say that. Next two Sorry, y'all. I did not mess with her for the next two years. I was like, okay, whatever, because I'm done with science anyway. I'm going to my college class. There's nothing to say to you, bro. Oh, I was salty that I said, ooh. But my dumb self, I just, I picked up the phone. I was like, hello? Like, I should have just walked away and be like, what's up? Like, hey, I should have just pressed a different button. But I think what I did was press the button and silence it. But the other phones are ringing in the house. Mm. So Once upon a time when we all had house phones. Oh, yeah. Y'all know nothing about it. <laughs> this was a wireless phone, but there was a cord connecting this, the base exactly. to the wall. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm not that young. I still remember. I'm a late 90s baby. Okay, right. Period. Late 90s. Nin but, but 90s at that. Okay? Exactly. No, don't, let the, don't let the age fool you. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, he got on the phone and he looking at me like crazy. You ever seen, uh, well, I'm sure, you seen House Party? Yes. Remember when the dad was looking at him when he was on the phone? Yes. Okay, that's, that's how I felt. I was just like, I, this is, I'm so stupid. Like, I could have got away with this. I could have got away with this. Oh, Lord. But they probably would have called back. But my dad worked, uh, like, 
you know, early in the morning. He'd be mm-hmm. knocked out and stuff. So I'm like, he ain't going to, they ain't going to be able to catch him. I'm going to just get on the phone and be like, yeah, I'm going to call him and tell him or whatever. But mm-hmm. my dumb self, <laughs> my dumb self, I was so stupid. Like, I did several stupid things like that. Oh, but Lord. that's neither no. here nor there. No, that just reminded me of the one time, the one time I got a D on my report card. Ooh, not the D. Yeah. <laughs> not that. This is the other D. <laughs> Listen, I got a D on my report card. And, of course, I got home before both of my parents. And I had already knew the trick on, like, when you get, like, an envelope, you can hold it up to the light and read it. I already knew that trick. So, like, I got the envelope, got in the house, held it up to the light. I'm like, oh, shoot. What class is that in? Uh, I don't like that B no way. Anyway. <laughs> Because it was a math at the time. And oh, that was, I would change my, my grade. I was that stupid. Oh, if, if I had the brain process to do that, I would. But in my mind, I'm like, nope, they just didn't mail it yet. So I called myself throwing it away and hiding it in the trash. Of course, I got in trouble because my mama found it anyway. <laughs> oh, she probably knew, like, that's supposed to be coming at some anytime. Of now. course, of course, because my mother is organized like that. She know when the... She know when what bill is supposed to come. She be mad when the bills come late. <laughs> so she knew when my report card was supposed Not to come. late. Oh, yeah, she be mad when the bills come late. She like, oh, no, I got the money ready. It's, it's ready to go. I'm going to need that check on. I'm going to need that bill on time so I can pay this and go about my day. That's what my mom is. Right. Like, thank you. <laughs> right. That is funny. I'm, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he was like, I would go back to high school if I could. I was like, the same way? Like, what's the logistics to this? Mm. Like. Did you, when you say go back, like go back and like just relive it, or like because you had a good time, <laughs> or like go back and like do it differently? Different. Because uh, I ain't going back and doing it the same way. Hell no. Uh, I had decent times at uh, school, but it's the whole life outside of school too that happened. Okay. True, true. So I'll be like, and some things I wouldn't mind reliving because uh, there was never a dull moment with me in high school. It, it, it just really wasn't. I had a lot of fun, but there was also a lot of stress at the same time. So it was like, yeah, about 50-50, go relive a couple experiences, go do a couple things differently, a lot differently. But yeah, it was a pretty 50-50 experience for me. But are you willing to go back and change the past because you're, where you are now would change? You know, True. I don't want to change... Even all of the craziness and things, you know, I don't want it to affect what has happened now. And that's the first thing I think of. I'm like, well, what does it affect? True. Am I going back to the past and living there forever? Like, am I just starting over? Like, I know that's th- that's thinking way too much in it, but I'm like, what's the legit? I don't but think too many the- movies. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But no, that that's a good way to look at it. You got to look at it from both sides. Of they the always say that in the movies, and they're like, but you can't, you can't, uh, you can't do this because it could change your. <laughs> Your history, your future. future. Exactly. And, and I love Trey, and I don't want it to change anything with my man. Because I would come ay. back and be like, do it over. Do it over. <laughs> hell, you know he only, he's so many years younger than me anyway. Hell, I can't go back and talk to him then because he'll be, what, 10? Something like that. <sighs> it was so crazy though. when I found out we were the same age. I thought he was older than me. Because don't he seem like it? He does. When he said he was, I, when he said he was 18 when we met, I said, excuse me? I was like, wait, you like, you're gay? I had no idea. I was like, yeah, gay? Oh, okay. Well, you're too young for me anyway, but have a nice day. <laughs> couple years later, look how that changed. Right. couple <laughs> months later, he wore me out. He wore me down. He wore me down. And then I finally was like, 
oh, I guess I like him a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> it'd be like that. You know, I came around. I came around. It'd be like that. Yes. It'd be like that. <laughs> Let's move forward though. So Miss Asia Leela Gordon. Miss Life served abundantly. Miss Black Girl Magic. Miss Queen of the Stars. Miss <laughs> Soul for Your Food. Miss I Am the Earth. Miss Danza. Yes. So, Aisha, you're an artist. You know, you're based, born and raised in Youngstown, Ohio. Yes, sir. So, as I was saying to you before we started, you know, I wanted to create a space for artists in our city because you know as you know the you know predicted text or predicted route for us to success is you know moving to the city making these connections and that's how you blow up that is a a that's a route exactly but there are several routes to success and there are several definitions to success and what it means to us all and you have been a very successful artist Appreciate that. In the city. I think you have done, I don't think you know the impact you, you've you made. I really don't. I don't think you. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% honest about that. I really don't. You just, because it's it's just, it seems like it's, this, it's a love of yours. It's a passion of yours. And that's why you do it. And I think that's how we uh ended up linking up or you know with even our other friends and the people we connect with because most of us do it for the love and do it for the passion so one day when that cash come yeah <laughs> we already gonna have the love and the passion for it exactly you know, we're doing it it's now. just good it's just when the cash come everything will be fulfilled the way we dreamed it would be fulfilled absolutely and what we worked for exactly Bless so, tears, I wanted to talk to you because I didn't want to. I don't. I'm, first, I'm not leaving anyone out, but I also want to showcase the talents that we have here, and that it is success here still, not moving anywhere. Success is not just dollar signs, right? The impact that you have on people and the journeys that you help relieve pain and stress through your artistry is success you know so when did you start dancing in the womb in the (laughs) womb period (laughs) period legit um like actual dance classes or just like me getting into it really um i joined harambe when i was in the sixth grade i tried to join well my mother tried to put me in way earlier because i was always an active child um, I, I was just a busybody. I needed to do something. So, um, and once upon a time, long ago, far away, y'all remember the African flea market that used to be at Kilcali YSU? Mm-hmm. Every first Saturday of February, like, that place used to be packed. I absolutely loved it. It was just vendors everywhere music dancing and i would always get up and try to do the dances and i pretty much knew them by the time i joined because i would always go to the african flea market with my parents so by the time i got into sixth grade um miss miller was running the after school program at my middle school which was p rossberry 
Mm. <laughs> that became middle school after I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. But um, at the time, um, I was in the after school program, and of course, she incorporated Harambe into that, and that's how I joined uh, Harambe. And I just took off from there. I was like a primary for all of, I don't know, two months. And then I became a traveling primary, which means I got to perform with the seniors and the juniors. Now, when you were doing Harambe, did the boys dance? The boys were boot dancers at the time. And that's one thing that I really started to miss because, again, middle school, uh, we had the boot dancers and they would travel with us. But they were all um, like in high school at the time. By the time I got to high school, we didn't have any more boot dancers. No more boys wanted to do it. See, I didn't want to do boot dancing. I wanted to do harambe. Exactly, but um, we actually did. Um, it was Imani and Thomas, if I'm not mistaken. But Thomas was much older than me at the time. Like he was still there when I was a traveling primary, and then of course he graduated, moved on, and did what he wanted to do. But while I was a junior, we had Imani, and he was the only guy who wanted to join. By the time I became, and of course graduated, moved on, did what he did with his life, and by the time I was a senior, um, we did have a guy try to join, uh, and that was. Uh, Troy, uh, Troy Blackman, he tried, but, um, you know, his life schedule kind of threw him off of practices and whatnot, so it was just us girls. So when you traveled, where were you traveling to? Oh, different high schools, different middle schools. We would do, like, uh, you know, corporate events, weddings, um, just, like, different special events, really, um, mostly most of our traveling, of course, was during Black History Month. And our favorite performance, our absolute favorite performance, besides Kwanzaa, which would be this time a year right now, um, but our the absolute best was this high school. Um, oh, my goodness, where was it? I think it was, like, in Akron or Ashtabula, one of the two. I don't remember, but it was, like... A, two-hour trip away, and I just remember that they had this uh, statue of a bulldog out front. The energy that they gave us at that school was ridiculous. Oh my gosh, I loved performing there. I still remember, I vividly remember us doing this dance called Bumba, which is the dance of the butterfly, and we have these bright colored, uh, like, liturgical skirts, and we just had this bright colored material, and we would be spinning and dancing, and um, the song that goes with the dance is a call and response song, and, like, the students would get up, and they would, like, hop on the edge of the floor and dance with us. It was so much fun, and we would always do it, because the school did it they would get us to perform after they got done testing, like for their OGTs and ACTs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So after their test week was done, we were their special treat. The relief. Yes. It was so much fun when we did that. That's great. I love the joy that just came across you as you remember it. And also, uh, the next five, I'm going to need you to go ahead. <laughs> I was over here like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, see, I, I see it now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you for offering your services. I was, I was like, oh, 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 you ain't said nothing but a word. Cool. 
so next half, uh, we'll have a, send, you, we see, you'll see the list, and we'll, we'll, have, <laughs> we'll invite all of the, these people. Maybe we have a reunion. Who knows? Who knows? But that, that's amazing. Like I said, I don't remember if I was allowed to do it, because I remember like third grade, fourth grade. Harambe coming to the school and I sing it. And then there was like some after school things from it. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I don't know if I remember correctly, but I thought boys could only like do drums at the time. But mm. I'm not sure. But I just know I didn't. I might have been afraid to dance also, but I was just like, oh no, I don't want to. I want to do drums. I want to dance if I'm going to do it. But I just remember at my earliest stages of Harambe, it was like we did have, um, as far as I know, I think there were at least two or one male dancers who actually danced with the girls and then we had a group of boot dancers and then of course drummers well I'm glad you got to experience it <laughs> unlike me it's like no <laughs> but I'm glad you got to be a part of that experience going oh, yeah. around to those schools because those assemblies all the kids always looked forward to them but it's always something like that that really stands out from any point that I was in school that I remember like I will never forget this man coming to my school and he was like who are you and I'm like I know who I am I know me I know me he's like who are you he asked us all and he's like that's not who you are and I was like who is this man gonna tell me tell me who I am right <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and but like some days later I was thinking about it and I'm like I don't I don't know, you know, but I'm like, I, when, after he said, well, I, I can't remember what my response was, but it probably didn't really define me. Like I could probably answer the question now, but it was, uh, I was, I used to watch America's Next Top Model in cycle four. There was this girl. There was this girl named Michelle cycle four. She came in like sixth place or fifth place, sixth place. And she was 18 and she was like telling the judges how she didn't know who she was. And I remember being however old I was, what year, what year was that? Cause it's like 2003, 2004 or something like that. And I'm like, she doesn't know who she is. I know who I am. I didn't know who I was. <laughs> I didn't know who I was at all. I didn't know life always was evolving Listen. and you were always evolving at the time. Exactly. But at the time I'm like, Oh, I know who I am. But no, at the, I, I had no clue, honey. But those experiences are are gonna be in people's hearts forever but it's like i said with it being relieved dance is one of those things that is communication is poetry it's art it's it's the the form of expressions is just so it's just so it's just so wonderful everything because it's just non-verbal talking I know. Which is something that I'm amazing at. <laughs> a girl. <laughs> Nonverbal communication is my key set right there. Uh, uh, no, we're not. Trey be on me. He'd be like, oh, you ain't think I saw that. I, do. I pick up on nonverbal communication. Oh, it's like that. Trey, I just have things Trey say ringing in my head all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, get out of my head. Mm-hmm. So after Harambe, were you, when did you get into new forms of dance? Um, I was still in Harambe at the time, but um, like... Just as I was l- starting to leave middle school, that's when the Youngstown City School started to change a lot. Y'all can't tell, but I just crossed my eyes. <laughs> um, but that's when uh, 
you know, they kind of broke it down in basically three, four uh, high schools. Yeah. And that's when they turned Cheney into the visual. visual performing arts and STEM program. Um, that's how I basically got introduced into more styles. So how did you like going there? Um, it was cool. It was highly disappointing at first. I get a lot of... It was highly disappointing at mixed first. Mixed reviews and some... I mean, like... Why, why so disappointing? Because we all had the expectation that it was about to be High School Musical up in that mug. Oh, so y'all was out of y'all. Oh, y'all thought wrong. <laughs> yes, we did. We all thought it was about to be High School Musical up in that mug. But it was just we like... we were all in this together. Yes, we thought we was all in this together. But no, it, it, it wasn't that. It was just a regular high school with a couple of extracurricular classes that we actually liked. <laughs> so y'all just were... It wasn't based around arts. It, it was... I mean, like, okay, you still I have can't. to like take those courses. Exactly, we still have to take regular high school courses. You know, we had our math, our English, and all that other good jazz. But, um, yeah, it, like we still got a chance to discover, experiment, and learn like what we actually wanted to do with ourselves. Cause like, um, for the STEM program, you know, they had their science, technology, mathematics, all that good stuff, um, mo- and. Like some of them would be able to like take their regular classes, like maybe one or two STEM classes at Cheney, and then probably like go to Chauvin in the afternoon to take like some of their more career type choices. And for Cheney, well, for the visual performing arts students, it was like all of everything that we needed was in the school. Like we, uh, like I think we had a recording studio. I think. Because I wasn't in the music department. I was a double dance major, dance minor. Were you dancing with Marquise? Yes, I was. Marquise Williams, baby. How you doing? Yes. Greetings, son. (laughs) Right on. Um, But yes, I was in uh, several dance classes with him. Um, But yeah, I was actually the... I did not realize. You know what? I don't think of our ages when we're together. Because we all grown now. We're grown. You got a job. You pay bills. You get a car. Like, we're grown. But there's so much time in between us. And you're like, you went to school with Michaela. Yes, I did. I didn't even realize that. Like, yes, I I'm did. like, oh, y'all always over there for real. Oh, y'all yeah. been doing that? That is so crazy. It's just like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about it really until just now. I'm like, oh, so y'all all just been going to school. So y'all all know each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we didn't meet when we met. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Right. But yeah, uh, at Cheney, because. I went to Cheney because they had middle school and high school. So from I transitioned, I transitioned from P. Rossberry to Cheney. So I went there from eighth grade to my senior year. So I actually did five years at Cheney. So what new dances did you pick up on? Um, I got technical training in ballet. Um, I got modern. I got a little bit of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of jazz. Well, you know that's in the blood. <laughs> but um, also, um, of course, because that was just the time where I knew I wanted to be a dancer. I was just dead set that, oh, yeah, this is going to be my career choice. And What was it that struck it struck you that was like, this is, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I love. Because I was cold at it, and I knew I was. <laughs> okay, and that's that. <laughs> As vague as it is, it's like, I just knew I'm, I'm cold at this. This is what I do. This, this is, is what, what you were good at. Exactly. It's like, I feel good 
when I'm expressing my athleticism and just at its highest peak, like, that's, and dance is it. And of course, like, yeah, people don't I, realize. Some people don't realize. They really how don't. Athletic. That's why. I, that's why I feel like it. Um, it really helped me. I'm like, well, I played sports my whole life, and all the hand-eye coordination and agility and accuracy and just control that you need to have, like jumping up with other strong individuals and having a balance to come back down and not hurting ourselves. That's that's dance. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I. I, I must admit, I kind of do like that debate. I like it a lot because I put a lot of people in their place with that one. <laughs> when they tell me that dance or cheerleading is not a sport, because I was also a cheerleader all four years of high school, on top of dancing. They must be thinking about Vony Rogers cheerleaders. Like, those <laughs> cheerleaders ain't down there doing nothing but cheers. I was Just a little che- couple of cheers, you know? Exactly. I was one of the, uh, I was the cheerleader on the score with the highest jumps. I was one out of maybe two or three people, depending on the year, uh, that could actually do a backflip. I used to love the flipping cheerleaders. Okay, I got a friend named Azrael today. She just gave birth to a beautiful baby named Cam. And happy holidays to y'all. But she used to flip her and this girl named Carlisha or something from Ran in the East. Oh, those girls used to flip. And then you had Jamie Ruffin from Cheney, Clank Clank Cowboys. I used to love it. I'm like, these girls out here, for real, like the athleticism within the cheerleaders, put some respect on it. Like, because I t- do a toe touch. Actually do a toe touch. And but, land properly without twisting it. And when you catch, when the, the photography, when you see photos of, of things, and you see what people are putting their bodies to, extending their bodies to do, and when you can see what a human body can do, we're just walking around here with all of this greatness we just walking around, you know, like when people, like when people are like a little lazier and they're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, you better get the exercise you can get. Like you, you, you probably should exercise like some, but I'd be like, do y'all not walk anywhere? Like, do you not do like anything? But the, the lengths that the body can go to is just. It leaves me speechless. No, but it's just like, it's, it's so amazing. And so the people who become like experts in those fields of doing those things with their bodies, as in any field, but like with your, with your born instrument. Exactly. It's, God gave you a temple. He put you in it. Use it to its full advantage. Yes. And we we did uh, Pippin a few years ago, and he <laughs> didn't finish the show. One time we were learning this dance. We were learning the opening number. It was so hard. Kiva came in literally was like two two minutes. I swear, two minutes. And she was like, and the the look on her face, how she was recording it all in her head, like, uh huh, uh huh. Okay, I got it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what we do. That's we what we do for an hour and a half. How? That's what we do. I saw it, like, I swear to me, I saw this thing like come up around her foot and like go around her body, and then she just had it. I was just like. How? And that day, I was just like, and I know that's how she feel about, like, singers when it comes to singing and stuff, but I'm just like, what? How? Like, how does the mind work? Like, I'm like, I want to get my body to understand movement better like that. And that's another thing that I love about dance that, like, it taught me what my strong skill sets are. Because... 
I am a hands-on learner as well as a listener. So it's like, I can learn it with you telling me, but you telling me and then telling me to go do it, I'll learn it 20 times better. Hence, dance. You show me a piece of choreography, I'll probably ask you to do it one more time, and then I go ahead and do it. It was just, it taught me what my strong skill sets are, just in general in life. So you like to be the dancer versus the choreographer. I do. I do. I do like being the dancer versus the choreographer, but uh, in recent days, well, recent years, I'm trying to push myself to step up into the choreographer's position because I have been asked. You know you can do it. Absolutely, I can. It's more than just choreographing. choreographing. You have to teach it. You have to uh, arrange it. You have to direct it. So those are the other things that come into play. Exactly. And one of the beautiful things that I've learned from working with Kiva for so long is that like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing just to move for movement's sake, which is pretty much what I do. I just move because that's what I feel. But it's also another thing entirely to move with an intention behind it. And that's what I'm pushing myself to do nowadays. Oh, yeah, there's so much room to grow still. And so much room to learn. And even at a height or a prime, it's never the last one. Or, or the first anymore. So there's so much more. Like Even when you reach a level you thought you couldn't reach, it's like, oh my gosh, but there's more. There's the endless boundaries exactly. to explore and learn new things about yourself as you grow, especially in your passion. Mm-hmm. What mama say, just keep on living? I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> but 2020 got other, other plans. Yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Because I'm done with 2020. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys out there. Happy New Year. We're done with 2020. Y'all can finish it out if you want. But I'm moving on to the next. And no, it's not cheating. It's just what I'm doing. (laughs) Right on. It's 2020 somewhere. It's 2021 somewhere. You know how they play. It's 5 p.m. somewhere. Hell, it's 2021 somewhere, even if it's just in my mind. Right on. And that's on period. So as dancers, what type of dancers do you look up to is there somebody Mm -hmm. that you feel like there's a career path that you can switch places with them right now no not at the moment um (laughs) i'm mad at how blunt that just came out (laughs) no i love it that is okay and like that was actually something i was asked to do recently is to look for a dancer that i relate to and to see what they do to help improve themselves that I can implement for myself. And like, honestly, it's like, yes, I do look up to dancers, but like other dancers, uh, but I couldn't name anybody famous right now. Like the dancer that I look up to the most is Kiva because she has more technical training than me and she displays it so well. And she has a career in dance. So I was gonna say, it, I wasn't asking as far as like a Misty Copeland or like a, you know, a, a Chris Brown, like a, a, a famous person. I'm saying anybody with uh, a, a lane or I, I use careers because they, you that is your career. Because I can't stand when people be like, well, I know you want to do that, but you got to think of your career. I'm like, it, it is. is my career. 
pretty right. much. Oh this my, is. It's, it's your career. That's what you're doing. And you're just in between gigs right now. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Pretty much. You're in between gigs until we get that good gig. Just like the rest of them, okay? Right on. And we go get that residual income one day. Listen. But yes, I was going to say, it doesn't have to be somebody that's making, that has millions of fans, thousands of fans. Like, I was thinking maybe it would be somebody closer to you, yeah. such as Kiva, who you dance with uh, all the time, who you spend pretty a lot much. of time with. Well, it's been going on with six, seven years now. Six, seven years, something like that. Listen, sometimes I don't think about how much time has gone in <laughs> by in, in between of a lot of. But Listen. what we've done in the last two and a half years, I'm like, we really did a thousand shows. <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh, the shows back to back to back to back. Cause like, what was it? It was Kiva show, and then it was Fab, and then y'all had like what two plays. And then it was another Kiva show. <laughs> so from starting at 2018, if you want to go there, I will, I will take you. I will run you down it. So we started off in 2018. We were doing Carolina Change. And then Kiva did a show, I think, in February. I think that was Love Languages. Yes. And then we did uh, two shows in the summer. Mm-hmm. And then we also did... Uh, uh, Kiva was supposed to do a show, but she pushed it back. Yes. So then we had like... Three shows, our show, Kiva show, and we had Silver Bells. Yes. But then we all ended up doing uh, Rocktopia's national tour. So in in October, we were rehearsing for our show, Kiva show, Marjorie show, and then I don't know where Josh get us this gig. And we doing four shows at the same time. And then after that, we did another show in Akron. Go into 2019. Keep and Michael was like, "You need a break." I'm like, they kept telling me I need a break. I'm like, y'all not slowing I down. Remember, I, I, re- I remember these conversations. I'm like, I do. Not I remember these conversations. They're like, you're doing too much. I said, I am 28. Y'all not slowing down. We ain't none of us slowing down. What we need is organization. <laughs> Legit. We go into 2019. We did a show in. Um, we did hairspray in Akron. Yes, I remember that. We did Fab in Akron. Yes. And then that was February. And then we did Kiva show probably like two weeks later. Yes. What's the second one called? Uh, Because the second one, Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. I'm like, mold changes. No. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Metamorphosis. Oh, my gosh. And then what what happened after that? Uh, Then it was Metamorphosis. Then we, did we take a break? Wait, is that 2019? Yeah, that's the thing. I did Shrek, and that's when we did Dreamgirls. Yeah. So we did Dreamgirls, and then right after Dreamgirls, me and Trey did a show, but then we did another Silver Bells. Yes, we did do another Silver Bells. So, but but not before we did Solesque. True, we did. We were doing Solesque right before. We did Solesque in like November. Yes. Yes, we did. No, uh, no. Solesque was around Keep His Birthday. It was on Keep His Birthday. Oh, was that in February 2020? Yes, it was. Oh yes, my it was. Gosh. She didn't do nothing in November of 2019? I could have sworn she did. Maybe not. It was probably a couple heel classes. Oh, maybe. Heel classes are uh, probably a visual. So Lesk was on her birthday? Wow. So Lesk was this year? Yes. Oh, it sure was. COVID oh my messed God. up the timeline. <laughs> COVID messed up the timeline. Because I'm like, I'm like, no, that was last year. I told no. you I'm done with 2020. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm over here thinking to myself like, no, that was on her birthday. That was on her birthday. Sure was. was. It sure was. Birthday. It just feels like 12 months ago. Yes, it does. My God. Yes, it does. Oh, child, it's just been <laughs> such a such a such a such a such a long long year. Roller coaster. Roller coaster. But who do you have? Not that you have to have a dance you look up to, but do you have a favorite dance group? Me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Okay. 
I love that you think you your favorite dancer. You you think enough that you don't think nobody else out there is like you. Because let me tell you, I don't know who I. I don't think I sound like other singers. I'm like, and not saying like because I'm just so unique and I have a better voice, but I'm like, I don't know who I'm like. I don't think I sound like anyone, and then I don't know who I remind myself of. True, because I I've been influenced by like everything. Right, I fully understand that. It's like. I definitely don't just say, like, I'm my favorite dancer to be vain. I say it because, um, like, I mean. Because if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Like, if you can't love like you that. and celebrate you, how can everyone else do it? Right. Like, like just trying to find the right words to say it because it's like, I do admire a lot of other dancers and I respect talent above everything else. Like, I respect everybody's talent, and I will definitely show you praise for it. I'll praise your talent above your personality if I don't like your personality. <clears throat> and that's what it comes down to when you don't like the personality. You'd be like, you know, I don't like them, but that was a good performance. Mm-hmm. She did that. Right on. But, um, but yeah, as far as comparing me to other dancers, I try. I try not to compare myself to other dancers because I am sensitive in that format where I will compare myself to the point where I dislike myself. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to let you know where that... So when you said, I try not to compare myself, that took me somewhere. It took me to a movie of, I'm not like other people. I am I have to remember what this movie was. <laughs> I, it just, I, I, I was stunned. I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds just like that speech. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I am going to remember it. But I think it is, I love the self, it's a, it's a, like a centering, it's a knowing of oneself that you have that is just acceptance and just like leveled. Right. Because like, I definitely know that I have room to grow. I know I have room to grow, especially since I've been slacked off from my agility and flexibility since high school I want that back so bad and that's my goal for 2020 is to get my high school dancer body back but it's like Girl, it, I had an 8 pack in 10th grade okay listen eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. listen trying to get it all back but Ooh, um, yeah, discipline like, though exactly exactly that's the thing that I definitely need to work on but it's like even though I know there is room for improvement I'm still cold <laughs> I love me. I'm, I'm still cold. Like, I can go back to videos that I have did within the last couple months, and I'm like, yeah, I'm still cold. I did that. <laughs> I still got room to grow. I can, I, I can prove here. I can, I can do yeah, something I'm a little better cold. there. But uh, Hashtag, I'm still cold. I'm still cold. <laughs> that's on that. Period. So where do you see dance leading you for the rest of your life? Literally keeping me sane. <laughs> It's like, um, cause I figured out in high school, like when I was, when in high school, when I did say that was like my freshman and sophomore year, like, yeah, dance is going to be in my career. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that with it. And then I got the chance to like, well, I actually started talking to like my dance teachers about it, like actually having a career in dance. And then one of my cousins, um, Lindsay Renee Benton, she's a professional dancer. Uh, she's Shout a, out. Right on. Professional dancer. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? A professor as well. Motivational speaker. All of that good stuff. Actually, she's performed. Actually, she has a scene uh, in the new... What am I trying to say? Coming in the, to America? Yes, indeed. 
coming to America. She is in that the big dancing. Whoop! Shout you out to her first because you know she let me know, and I almost had a conniption because we had a very special moment where we connected because she was one of the choreographers for The Wiz, and I fell in love with her. Then I'm like, and you know she knows Josh, and I was just like, this woman is just amazing. She reminds me of the dancing and The Wiz when you know a brand new day like mm. i just i will never forget being young and hearing that music and seeing those dancers take those costumes off and start to move like that i was just like oh i i want to do that i just want to be a part of it it was more than the movement though there was so much like happiness there was so much emotion and like you said like nonverbal communication there was so much being said in that moment that they didn't need to say anything and oh that was one of my favorite moments but and getting a chance to do it here and she choreographed the numbers just was like one of my like when I think about the numbers that I've been a part of I'm like dance wise because I, I haven't danced in so long too I told you the other day I'm like I want to dance I ain't dance I ain't got I ain't got a 10, 8 count or 10 count in so long I need to dance hard and I can dance I can take choreography but I can't like make up the counts so um, I, I'm like I need to receive something and I need it you know I, I need to dance I need somebody to go ahead throw something together so I can dance but that number was just one of my favorite numbers that I've ever gotten to dance to but the everything that means something to me but that's my Lindsay Renee story <laughs> I was gonna ask like did you dance with her at all like growing up yes 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 yes, yes. I'm about to say she ain't see the all of that in you at a young age yes on top of the fact, we are blood related. That is my cousin. <laughs> You're going to be dancing <laughs> if you had the talent or not, probably. Most likely, yes. <laughs> Most likely. Whether I had the talent or not, she was probably going to rope me in. Well, You're going to learn today. Regard, Yes, you're going to learn today. But I did have the talent. And I did have the spark. And I did have the drive. I did have the determination. I wanted to do that. Um, but one of my uh, older cousins uh, connected me to her. And uh, I believe it was my sophomore year. I believe it was. It was either my sophomore year or my junior year of high school that I got the opportunity to go stay with her for the summer for uh, one of the institutes that she was having, well, that her company was having, because at the time she was dancing with uh, Garth Fagan, and he was a choreographer for the Lion King musical. So I got a chance to go up there and stay two weeks, I believe. It was a two-week program. I stayed up with I stayed with her and we I like I took my classes and we had our own performances. And of course the company was rehearsing at the same time that the students were. And you know, sometimes she would have no, not sometimes, all the time, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell the truth. Uh, she would have late night rehearsals. And, of course, because she my older cousin, I was staying with her. Didn't want me by staying in the house in a strange city by myself all the time. So I would stay behind and stay behind with her for her rehearsals. And I would just be in the back. And I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and just be unproductive and just be in awe and amazement. Right. I'm going to do the choreography. I'm going to learn something new. Shoot. So I was just in the back watching like, okay, you did this, you did that, you did that. Okay, cool. Boom. And I just basically entertained myself and kept up my, and just was practicing my numbers as well as rehearsing theirs. So from that point, 
um, I was invited to come back. I actually had an open invitation after high school or college, whichever one I decided to do, to actually come and join the company from that one experience. But life decisions kind of took me away from that. <laughs> hey, that might have not been for you. You never know. Right on, but yeah, I was know if blessed. You meet back up with them. And maybe you, you never know when it was supposed to happen. Right on, right on. But I was blessed to have that experience and have that opportunity given to me. Garth Fagan actually gave, he actually told me himself that if I wanted to come back and join the company, I could. And how old were you then? Uh, I was like, I had to be like 14, 15. So he wanted you back by the time you got out of out school. school. He wanted me straight out of school. What did you do with that information when you left that day? Um, ooh, ooh, <laughs> what did I do with that information? Um, besides tell my parents and actually think about the process thoroughly, because that's the one thing I was good at as a kid. I would actually think things out about my future. Present, no. My future, yes. <laughs> yeah. I would actually think out my future, um, but... I believe uh, on the ride home, me and my parents talked about it thoroughly. And it's very possible because I don't exactly remember what I actually decided, but I'm pretty sure because of what my life is now that like after I talked to my parents about it and talked to my cousin about it, that I decided that maybe that wasn't the best move for me, even though I do love dance, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. It just may not be my cash cow. <laughs> right. You know what, I, at the end of the day, a nine to five in it would be good, at the least. Listen. And nobody's saying I gotta be the Denzel Washington of all of this now, but a nine to five is what I'm working on. And I would like to be able to produce the nine to five for myself. Right on. So would you, have you ever been on like a big, audition like a dance audition no no not yet i haven't been like for those of you sitting at home right now i'm giving her the side eye (laughs) i have not been to any like major production auditions yet i just haven't um it's something that i definitely need to do really don't something that you're going to do at some point in time yes (laughs) Is it something that you want to do? Eh. Right now, at this point in time in my life, not 100% sure. Because right now I'm focusing on creating my own. That is fine. Right now. It's no wrong answer. Right right now, I'm really just focused on creating my own. But, like, if I do catch wind of a project that I really want to join, then, yeah, I'm going to scrape up the money and go. (laughs) Like, there are things happening. Like, I've been to a few auditions in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I've never been to an audition in Cleveland. But they have auditions in Cleveland. Been to a few in New York and whatnot, but in Ohio. So, I would just, I would suggest that you go just to, like, even experience I know. it. I know, and I've always been told, like, if I don't even make it, I'm just I'm going to tell go. you when I see stuff now. Go, just, just go for the experience and not just... I just have it. I've been trying to think. I'm like, we should have been on 
went to something together, but just to, like, it took me having a friend to be like, hey, this is happening. Like, when I became Legit. friends with Josh, he would be like, this audition is, ha- is happening. And, and this is before I had any confidence of being a performer, but he's like, just go. Like, you you don't know. Or, like, you're more talented than you, you know. You should go to this. And just go. Like, I went to a most talent audition. I didn't shake hands with Barry Gordy, but he walked by me, and I said, Barry! Barry Gordy, this man ain't no Michael Jackson, no Diana Ross. It was one of the, it's one of my my great greatest memories. I could cry. I was just like, oh my goodness, like I'm at the Motown house, and that's Barry Gordy. I said, oh mother. I said, I I was just like, I ain't get the job. I auditioned for a Motown the musical, and Barry Gordy was 20 feet away from me in Detroit. I'll never forget that. I don't even got no pictures. You remember the group Day 26? It was Diddy's group. One of the guys from Diddy's group, he was in the line too. I was just like, it was just one of those. We just decided to drive up there. You know, in my old car, Scotty. Scotty, rest in peace. Mm. But I was like, let's do it. It's a three-hour drive, three and a half, whatever. Drove up there. Audition for that show. It's like, like I said, I didn't get it. I went to New York for my first audition. I got a call back. And I thought it was like... <laughs> I know that's right. Come on. Yes. Come on. Thinking good. I hope that's some cash. I want to get that $600 deposit because I've been looking at my bank account all day. Uh, can, can I get some money? Can I get and that a, deposit? When and, I, uh, anything. Anything right. at all. Right. Because, you know, I got some things I need to fix. You know, I always be like, money be spent before it even get to you. Legit. Money be spent before it even get to your goddamn oh my account, man. Best I just want to be up one day. I'm just trying to get up. I'm just trying to be up. Best quote I ever heard in life. This adult-ish is hard. They ain't prepare us for this. I don't know what they thought they was preparing us for, but it wasn't being an adult. They tried to prepare us to do th- things for them and respect them. Parents and society. They didn't say this is this was life. Ain't nobody tell me nothing about this stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> like, yeah, but... I feel... I feel like, in a way, yes, they don't really prepare you, but at the same time, it's like... Especially some, school. School, school ain't nothing. School don't prepare you for nothing. They, they don't. They it's just so don't. It's Period, point upsetting. Blank. Like, the things that go on at school and what they're supposed to... And what they prepare you for, I'm like, so... Kids get tortured at school. All, like, all kids get... Because it's cruelty. They learn their behavior. They get tortured at school. And then they're doing a lot of things that they're never going to need... In the real world. Outside of this. I feel like... They should just go ahead and make movie, history is, class and movie class. Exactly. School Sorry. is just literally a prep for your workplace. That's it. It's prep for your workplace. Like, I should have been taken out of my class and put into some type of class where I could express myself in different ways. They knew it was going to be artistic. They should have done... All my teachers always were, oh, I knew this was going to be a route. I wish somebody would have said something when I was getting sent to the office when I kept talking. Send me to somewhere else. I love music class. I remember I contacted my music teacher from elementary school and middle school to like come see one of my shows. I'm like, I'll buy you a ticket. I just want you to be here because you really helped me, like influenced me in loving music. And neither one of them came. I'd be like, oh, why not? Wasn't I special to you? <laughs> oh. Right, out of all of your hundreds of students. Thousands probably, alive. right. They, they're like, who, Jane? I saw one of my middle school teacher one day at Walmart. She didn't remember me. I'm like, girl, you don't remember me? <laughs> I know you remember me. I know I got on your nerves. Oh man! 
my second year in choir, I was so pissed off because the choir sucked. I was like, no, I want to go to home ec. I'm tired of not coming to school and getting no snacks. Like, <laughs> they in there cooking rice crispy treats, all type of stuff, Listen, pepperoni rolls. Oh, yeah, no. By the time I got to school, there was no such thing as home ec. There was no such thing as home ec, even though we had the rooms for it. Yeah, they did not. They did there, not. There was no such thing as, like, home life education. There Ooh. just wasn't. <laughs> There wasn't. I mean, like, seriously, no like, literally, think about it. When your parents were in school, they learned how to build a car. They learned how to sew. They learned how to clean. They learned how to cook. They learned how to balance a checkbook. By the time you got to high school, all you got was cooking, cars, maybe a checkbook. I like, got to high school. All I learned how to do like was work a checkbook. Uh, they didn't even teach me how to balance a checkbook. That's all I got. And that was my senior year of high school so by choice. Checks? Ain't nobody even writing checks no more. Barely. Mm-hmm. Barely. Uh, how many people know how to actually write in cursive besides your name? And they not just some squiggly lines. No actually write in cursive. They say we don't really need it no more. It's just like the way history gets rewritten all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even with like the queer community and people are like things are changing. I'm like things are always going to change because like the world we live in today that's comfortable for us mm-hmm. is not comfortable for the new generation because there are new different type of people. We're different. We're people but it's different types. Right. What we're used to, what's been uh, subliminally taught to us there's a new subliminal message now taught to the newer generations just like it was to our parents and the, the parents that came before them and the parents that came before them but the world and these are things I've been realizing in the last year it's like this section and then this is how most people are going to feel and this is society and the society starts to feel like a new way just how people say the kids today are like a lot more reckless with danger than they were before which I'm like yeah I get it but sometimes it looks worse in this time, sometimes it looks worse than this. I feel time. like every generation feels like the generation coming after them is worse. And it's true. It is. <laughs> every and generation, generation feels like that. Fault. <laughs> exactly. Every generation feels like that. Fault. Every generation feels like that. And it's like, it's weird when you feel like you're the middle child in this situation. But they feel like the, it's like this fire that's coming that nobody wants to put like this fire in a box or anything. I'm just. I'm going through things that I'm like, I just don't want to accept certain things anymore. We have to know better. But when like other people are involved, I can't be in charge or force people to like do things or think that my way is like the right way. But I want to have just thorough communication. Exactly. This, oh my goodness. Oh and like my the way we think, like one thing that boils my blood is like when, you know, like soup, like men oh, just feel like everything have to be like masculine and I was talking to somebody the other day and he was like he kept saying soft and I was like what is soft exactly what is soft and he tried to explain it as something I'm like that's not what you mean like you can use this bogus ass excuse but it's emotion to you like it's not okay but I'm like I ain't even gonna get into this conversation because it's like kind of like a dead end like I already know that's how you feel but I'm just like soft I feel like the world would simply be a better place if everybody simply agrees it, to disagree. It's not hard. It is not hard. <laughs> I we gotta figure out how to share every- this shit. Though. Exactly. This is all of our world. Like we gotta share. People don't want to share it. Exactly. You don't got nowhere else to go. Exactly. Just okay. Your opinion is your opinion. My opinion is my opinion. Sometimes they may intersect, and that's fine. Right. But if they don't intersect, then go to your corner, boo boo. I'll go to mine. Right. It, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't intersect with violence. Like, why people get so mad? They want to erase people. Usually, it's minorities. Hello, minority. We in several minorities. 
hello intersectionality. But like the only time we should really cross paths is when like we in the brand out. Like, and like what that gotta do with anything else? Exactly. And the whole voting thing, but it's just not a fair, like, you know, like we we live in a bubble. Or a snow globe. Like we literally <laughs> let's shake things up. It's just the world we live in, like we could just go about our days, like we know shit ain't right. We know there is systemic racism, like we like all of those things are happening. And it's oh, what we gonna just start a massacre right now? No, nah, we just gonna go with the flow probably until our dying days and then but you know, things are there's some change. It's like back and forth. It's a tug though. It's not just it don't just get better and Every get better and get better. Forward, four steps back. Yes. But you know what? I'm out here and I'm willing to do what I have to do or be a part of the cause for change. Right. I made my decision a long time ago that I wasn't, because even though, yes, I have leadership qualities and people keep trying to pull them out of me. People or? Life in general. Mm. Life in general just tries to pull me up to a leadership position. Accept your duty. No. Accept your duty. I'm lazy. Accept your duty. I'm irresponsible. Accept your duties. (laughs) Accept. I... I am one of very few people who will flat out admit I'm lazy. lazy I don't like responsibility. Exactly. I'm lazy and I don't like responsibility. I am not going to put myself in a position where I know I'm going to slack off because but I you, don't want you're to. You're the chosen one. You got to go ahead and do it. It's just like when the Power Rangers get the, get the code. They don't just be like, nah, go ahead, Zordon, take it back. They, they're the Power Rangers. Right. But here's the way I choose to be a leader in my own way. Living my life the way I'm supposed to having these small conversations with people who I know or just just having small conversations. We can come to understandings. We can come up with new ideas. I learned something from you. You learned something from me. I'm going to go about my day-to-day life trying to be the best person I can be. Hopefully that rubs off onto somebody else and they'll take that with them. And maybe, no, not maybe, someday in the future <clears throat> when I'm financially prepared for it. Mentally prepare for it, girl. I will be able to raise. So never. (laughs) (laughs) Mentally, but maybe one day in the future, I will be able to teach another human being that. Okay, you have this life. You really have no option to give it back. You have to go forward with it. I love how you broke them down. You really have no option to give it back. (laughs) (laughs) You have no. Yeah, you're here now. I'm sorry. Hey. I'm not sorry, but not sorry. You right. here. You have no option to give it back. Right. You have to move it's forward. Yours. Exactly. You gonna stumble. You gonna fall. It's gonna hurt. You gonna cry. You gonna be mad. You gonna be filled with anxiety sometimes. It's gonna be stressful, and you gonna get depressed at times. However, you have to find your way to get up and move forward. No, learn everything that you possibly can from everybody. People get up and move forward. They just take all of that stuff with them. Exactly. So people, are, I know I for a while was just moving forward and it was just like no um, look destination. But I'm like, I know I got to keep moving forward until I can get out of the mess. Exactly. So people move forward. They just, it's, life is a revolving door. Yes, it is. And what I was going to say to you is I forget that, you know, you're younger or 22, but those things mean something because of the setup of life. So you only can experience so much depending on where you come from. But like you only can experience so much because until you're 18, you have to go to high school. So you're not out here experiencing the world depending on, you know, who you are, depending on what culture, lifestyle, school, talent, you know. So most of us experience life in similar ways with being in this formal structure until we're 18. 
So then from 18 to in your early 20s, learning to have, be in a world with like no structure like that or being on your own, it's a new world. Mm-hmm. It's a new world. And I was going to say, I'm like, you know what? I, I, good leadership comes with a, a large skill set. And one of those skills is being a good listener and being a good follower, learning and being a good uh, teammate also. So in time, I'm sure when you need to lead, you will lead because you do it now. But you know when you you should, and that's another quality yes. to know because everybody think <laughs> everybody think they are leader. Exactly, but sometimes it's like yeah. Sometimes the leader gets to be like, all right, this is not my this is not my time to shine. I can take it back. Right. Me. Sometimes it's I know. I'm like, you know what? Go ahead, listen to Trey exactly. because it's- I ain't got this to do. Or you know what? He he. You know you you. They be like, you got any ideas? I'm like, shh, shh, shh. no, my. I, I like what you said. <laughs> Let me throw my paper. Right. Just yeah, rip yeah. it up. Yeah. Side, I yeah. was just jotting down stuff. What you? I, I was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> so I called on, you know, I let a few people know, like, yeah, I'm interviewing Asia today, and they just wanted to send you a few nice words. Uh-huh. So your brother, Michael, uh-huh. I said, what would you say about Asia? If you could just sum it up in a few words, and he said, explosive. <laughs> leader a true gem she radiates her culture it oozes the essence of black girl magic <laughs> and that is from your brother michael love you mike how is how how is your relationship with him through dance and through the relationship that you have he really is my big brother. I, I love him to death. He And it's so funny because my biological brother, his name is Michael. <laughs> uh, that's easy to remember. At least, yeah. <laughs> right on. And what what else is funny is that I'm a Leo. My biological brother is a Leo. And, and Michael Cotton is a Leo. <laughs> that is funny. He, he sent me a separate text also. I was like, my Leo. I was like, oh, okay, Michael. Okay. Yes. And it's like, it's so funny because it's like, Okay, even though me and my biological brother, we're August Leos. So, like, I would like to say that we're a little bit more chill and laid back with our relationship. We really don't have to speak often, but we know that the love is there. And we know that we're going to support each other no matter what's going on. Uh With my dance brother. (laughs) With my July Leo. It's... What you need, what you need. Anything is gonna happen, we got this. Go, boom, pow, pow. Go, 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 go. No breaks, all gas. Right, always telling me to take a break. You need to take a break, Michael. You've been working since birth, okay? Legit, but I absolutely love him. It's like, he's so understanding and he, he just knows the right way to push you. Michael is really good at catering to a person how they he's good at deciphering how a person needs to be handled yes yes he will go out of his way it takes going out of your way to do that for people though yeah he really cares and he has a big heart he really does yes. like I said it takes a lot of patience at least for some of us so maybe he got a lot of patience if you do Mike let us know where you got it from because oh, we can use some he has patience but of to, abundance. to be able to communicate and handle and cater to people's needs in that way it takes a lot of patience yes my brother is phenomenal shout out to Michael and I have another little message you know from this girl named you know Kiva <laughs> <laughs> and she said Leela the definition of artistry someone who honors the arts with all she is 
super fan superstar. She said, MF and star. I ain't gonna go all the way there. Yeah, I ain't gonna go all the way there. MF and star. <laughs> the boldest and most beautiful breath of cosmic, African, magical, and musical air. So give us a few words about you and your relationship with your dance sister, Kiva. Yes, my dance sister, Kiva, is definitely, she's more than a dancer. She's a dance sister, instructor, brainstormer, auntie. Is so she's your left arm. <laughs> basically. Basically. And um, it, it was really funny because I met her through Lindsay, like, when I... To be 17, 18 at the time. You see, I didn't even realize, like, Kiva older than you by a few years, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And no, actually, I think I was a little bit younger than that. I think I was like 16 when I first met her for the first show that we did with Lindsay. And we continued to dance with Lindsay. And then I graduated. Lindsay moved. And me and Kiva just kept linking to do projects together. And we've pretty much just been stuck with each other ever since. And we just gotten so close I can tell her anything I love uh, y'all relationship y'all like fire and ice that you, is a beautiful way to describe it that is a beautiful way to describe it because you're strong and you're, but it's so different but still strong but it's good I love it because it, I'm, I'm, you don't need it to be exactly the same it's, it's two different perspectives of the same cloth exactly and like within recent years I feel like that's just the beautiful way to describe it because I realize even though we are looking at the same picture, but it's like Kiva will go from the detail to the big picture. I'll go from the big picture to the detail. It's the same picture though. <laughs> right. Same picture, but it's just, you know, y'all, I, I see differently. That's why, you know, I look in the mirror a lot and I just tell people, I'm like, well, I don't get to see this face all the time like you do. I don't get to look in my eyes. Every time you see me, if you wanted to, you can look me in my eyes. And people always be like, the eyes are the gateway to the soul. Well, sometimes you need to see your own soul. Legit. So I like to look in the mirror and look at myself and just be like, hmm. and just look at me. When I pass the mirror, I'm like, oh, hey, James. Hey, I don't get to see me. You know, I don't right. get to see my face a lot besides when I'm in the mirror. But you get to see my face all the time. I get to see your face. So how often do you get to see your face? It might sound a little wild, but I'm like, how often do you get to see your face or tell yourself nice things? Exactly. And in my head, I was like, walking, talking to myself in the mirror, like, sis, you my boo. <laughs> hey. That's exactly what I heard in my head. Hey, I'm a savage. Okay. First of all, I hope they perform at the Grammys because I... You know, if Beyonce ain't performing, I'm like, all right, who next? Like, I mean, but there's <laughs> some other ones that be coming through with some performances because I just don't like a person who's just be standing there. It's different if you sing in a ballad. Right. But, like, I want to be entertained. I want to be entertained, okay? Exactly. Dance, and, move, do a little something, something. Shake a little leg. And that's half the reason I love Beyonce because, like, she could have just stayed here. She could have just rode a wave. She could have gotten through a wave and be like, I'm going to just do this and own this. And she just was like, I'm going to just keep pushing myself. I'm going to keep pushing myself. I don't care how much it sells. I don't care who likes it. I'm going to just keep doing it. Whatever. I'm going to do what I want to do. I finally worked enough to do what I want to do. And she made me feel that way now. I'm like, I ain't even did what she did. But here I am, just like you said. I'm like, I want to do my own thing. And I will say Tyler Perry was definitely one of those people that I was like, he, you know, Wrote all of his own things, director, writer. That, I'm like, I yes. want yes. that. Yes. 
Yes. Just not so I can say I have my own thing, but I'm like, I like to create. I want to push these things out. I have way too many ideas. And I know it's like once I'm in a place where I can finance the dreams that are in my head and so I can actually get them in reality the way I see them in my head, I want to have my hands in everything. I want to be a Tyler Perry. Exactly. I just want to. I just want to have my hands in everything. Like I literally am still working on a movie script in my head and get it on paper. Just start. Legit. I have something in my notes that's been there for over two years, and it's not much, but I think about it a lot. I'm like, I need to go. I need to add a little bit here because over time, that's how people make things like Hamilton is six years in the making seven years mm. in the making but you know we, we want results now Re- my results Legit- I want it now exactly it's like because in my head it's like okay I want to have my hand in casting I want to have my hand in like scene setting I definitely want my hands in the costumes I, I want my hands in the music so what you got to understand now is you already got your fingertips in those stuff yeah. so you when it comes to casting, if you suggest anybody for something, you got you have people you can send to me if I needed somebody for something. Mm-hmm. You just help me cast. So think about those things that you, I, that's just what I've been doing lately. I'm like, you know what? I did this. I did this. I did this. Let me go ahead and add that to my resume. Like you already started there. It's just like thinking about dancing. Like, yeah, you started dancing in sixth grade with Harambe, but if you think back a little further, you might discover that your passion actually started sooner. Like when it came to songwriting, I was like, I've been writing songs for a few years until I realized I've been writing songs my whole life. Nice. But I was just like, I'm not, I wasn't thinking about it as real songs, but I'm like, but why not? I've been doing it since I was in elementary school, since I only had one digit of my age. Like why wouldn't I consider those things? But I was eight or I was seven. I wasn't thinking of this being a song that I wrote in a career. But when I went to think back, I'm like, oh man, I've been writing songs. Like I have a journal that I still have songs from the fifth grade. I'm like, wow, I've been writing songs. This was a love of mine way before I understood what the love was. And those are those like, uh, those things just floating around in our brain, just waiting to come out. I'm like, okay, come on. Any other gold nuggets in there? Like, uh, right. Something, something. I need a gym. Can I, I figure out like something. how to levitate? Something. Like, <laughs> right. you know, uh, make this dollar change in the $50. Like, can I get like, come what on. else is in there? The third eye can something, something, something work. pop off. Something work. But, you know, as we round, round off, I just want to say that I learned a lot about you today. And I hope that you reach for the stars. Reach for the stars, as you already have. But I hope that, because you you said a lot of things earlier, and I'm sure that you are a confident person, but I think you as you grow into yourself more and then, you know, getting older to uh, understand and be aware of your presence and your impact that you have, because you're not um, a reoccurring star <laughs> you know you're not you're not a reoccurring actress in the show you're not like it's not the main cast and then the reoccurring you're in the main cast you know <laughs> so i just want to remind you of those gifts that you have and you know as karen clark green now cooks told me <laughs> everyone's gift is not the same size and some people have to make room for your gift and the world has to make room for your gift but don't be afraid of how big your gift is 
don't be afraid, girl. Now, before we go, I, you know, I like to do this. I ain't done this in a long time. Is there any questions that you want to ask little old me? Anything you thought of? Anything you can think of that you don't know? You might want to know that you know, but you don't know a lot of. <laughs> um, hey, that's a good question. Um, while you're thinking, I could talk to the people a little bit. So well, I was uh, about to say I got it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Where are you at in a spiritual place right now? That is so funny. <laughs> 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 I just feel like all of these are like these signs, uh, right? And it's it's just it's been happening to me all day, and I'm just like oh, I hate this. But it's one of those things, like because I have had a rough spiritual journey for my whole life, based off of my sexuality and I don't want to beat like the dead horse but it's just that thing that has was like my chains for so long and it was so upsetting to have to be in those like invisible chains for so long especially when you like half of it is you doing it to yourself and then half of it is like people around you assisting that you know unconsciously just doing it so I had a rough connect I, I, it wasn't a connection I had a rough journey through it after some years but um I feel very peaceful lately I feel like I've been going through a lot of changes like we just moved and it wasn't a this is what I, I want to do right now but I had to and I needed to so I did it but I just, the way I feel about spirituality and like the world, like what mainstream religion is, it's like, I feel like it, it's this story that hasn't looked at, uh, from my perspective in America, like I feel like when we look at other cultures, it's something that's considered this fact and as I've had conversations with my friends in the last few days, historical facts as history books. I feel like I wasn't taught to look at the Bible as a history book. Uh, I was taught to look at it as some would say fables and stories. So it didn't make sense to me. I feel like also when it comes to America as we know it or countries, people take things and change them. And when it comes to language, yeah, we're reading a, a book that is has been translated but whoever decided this is what this is going to mean. So I just feel like I haven't been told the truth for so many things. So it's like I'm surrounded by people who don't care enough to go to find the truth. But they, they raised me. Those people, those generations raised me. So I'm in a better place to accept spirituality. But I have my... Um, ways that I feel about it and it's like when I talk with other people about it I don't really like having the conversation with other people about it because I don't like to be told stuff Yeah, like that I'm like I need to this is my journey and I'm going to do this in my way especially how I've had to deal with it over the, the years agree to disagree right but I definitely um, feel very peaceful and in a like a a lighter place with spirituality and I feel like I'm in a new journey. Like I feel like a few weeks ago I just like I was holding on to like this tree and now I feel like I feel like I'm like kinda like floating in air. And I just watched Wonder Woman the other day and she was like learning how to fly. 
And I'm like, that's how I feel. Like when I had to like release those things, I just was like, oh my gosh, like now I'm like floating and I'm like in this place that I don't know, like I don't have any control over. And I gotta like trust. That it's just gonna work. Yeah, and I'm like, I know I have the tools to make, to, to survive and things, but I'm just like in a new place. But again, like when it comes to spirituality and what I felt and what I what I felt then when people tell me is wrong or how I should feel, like it's just something that I'm trying, I'm on a new journey with and I'm going to uh, definitely take some time to learn more about. Because I've learned some things over the years. I've did my own like study. But in, I'm in a place to that where I'm not mad anymore. I was pissed off for years. I was angry. I was angry with the people who I felt like was this representation. But now I don't let the people represent what, you know, it <laughs> what it is. Because they don't represent that. But for so long, that's what the representation, that's what I had to fight. I couldn't get, I couldn't see past them. So now I'm like, oh, let me step on over this. And now I can see clearly now the rain is gone. And, and that's just how I feel about it. I'm just in a much better place. But I do, I'm like very like, um, not reserved, but I'm like, you know, my like, it is walls are like thing. a little up. I'm like my hands and my claws are up a little bit. I'm just like kind of like making my way a little hesitant, feeling, walking yeah, through, feeling with, your way through the dark. Especially people, like especially people. Even when people are like excited for it, I'm like oh, okay, oh, I don't, I don't need to have. A, I don't want to know. You know, it's just I'm very like particular right now about that with a conversation. It just depends who who it is. But thank you for asking me that. But again, that like I I've. I don't know how I feel about saying, like, I believe in signs because I don't know, like, what a sign is sometimes, you know? But, like, when things are a string of a timeline that is like that to me, I'm like, I don't know if I'm looking for that or if it's happening. Yeah. That, that's the thing about signs. You don't know. They just happen. <laughs> so I'm like, I can just go with this. It feels good. Yeah. Go with my gut, my brain. I said, this feeling like this. Yes. Ain't nobody shaking their head yes or no, but I'm, this is what I'm going with. And it say, feel good. If it looked like a duck, quack like a duck, <laughs> it's a duck. Right. <laughs> it definitely is feeling good. And um, like I said, I just, I'm in a much better place. But I started going to counseling. And I'm so happy I did because I'm able to, I'm just, it's helped me find my peace just to be reminded. Like this guy has really been reminding me of what is and what is not. And my quote for the year, the new year is, fear is an emotion. Danger is a situation. Legit. And I don't want to keep creating these emotions because I'm afraid. Legit. So is, I'm is taking there anything? <laughs> Take that. This year I wanted that. to live more fearlessly and unapologetic. I didn't think that I was, but I was. In, in, in ways that I wanted to be fearless, I thought it was something different. But, like, I went to counseling, you know? I did some other things unapologetically, but I thought it was going to be a certain, you know, I thought it was going to be in different ways. But those, I ended up completing that mission. So this year I'm like, fear is an emotion. I don't need to be afraid. I don't need to be afraid. I only should be afraid if it's danger because danger is a situation. Danger is happening. Fear is in my mind. I'm not going to let fear stop me or hold me back, especially stuff that I create for myself. Right on. Now I flip my hair right now. Y'all ain't see that, but I just flip my hair. Hair flip, hair flip. Well, Isha, I would like to thank you so, so much for being my guest. Um, you're going to be probably my last guest of the year. We're going to round out 2020. Hey. And you know what? 
2021 is gonna be a better year because we said so. Exactly. And you speak it into existence. Exactly. And Manifest what you want, baby. And we, I'm glad COVID slowed us down. I'm glad COVID slowed me down. Yes. I'm saddened by the things and the lives that have been lost, but we got rocked and we needed to be rocked. Oh, yeah. For a long time in my head, at least, I've been saying the world need a good butt whooping. And this was the butt whooping. Okay, but we can go back and pull the drawers up now and send us outside. Exactly. <laughs> Legit. Send me Legit. back outside because I'm tired of this whooping. You know, I don't want to live here no Listen, more. Listen, we didn't got whooped. We didn't, <laughs> didn't put on time out. <laughs> I think... The majority of us have learned our lesson. Yes. I think it's okay to send I, us back outside. I, right. Just go ahead. Go ahead, Mother Earth. Send us back outside. We sorry. We are right. sorry. What did we do? We done did something. We did. We well, did. Us as a human race, we didn't done a lot. Yeah. As a human race, we didn't done a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 it's going to be better, better days. Yes, there will be. This too shall pass. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been... Ladies and gentlemen and gender queers, I'm going to get it right. <laughs> I'm not afraid to go back and do it. And, you know, this is all raw, real rap raw here. Exactly. You know, ain't no edits. This is how we feel. This is who we are. And it's done with love because I am love and you are love. And this is what we are spreading. So everything is here with love. But ladies and gentlemen and gender queers, I am James Major Burns and Aisha Leela Gordon. And this has been The Third Degree. Bye-bye. Thank you.